Hey folks, I am Ryan Goodman and you are listening to the Agriculture Proud Podcast. Join the conversation and find all my content at agricultureproud.com. All right, and this is another episode of the Agriculture Proud Podcast over a beer series. This is your host, Ryan Goodman with... Carrie Mess. And also known as Dairy Carrie. Yes. We're here in Wisconsin and decided to catch up with over on a few topics that we've had on our mind and uh, over a good beer, of course. Right. We also have water and I just realized that I haven't drank any of my water, but we're on our second pitcher of beer. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it goes. Yes. Well, we've got Spotted Cow beer from New Glarus Brewing, only available in Wisconsin. So of course, every time I go to Wisconsin, I got to get my fair share. Right. And we're not sponsored by Spotted Cow, but we should be. Oh, did I say sponsored? Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't think you did. I'm just saying. <laughs> we should be, right? We should be. All right, and where are we at today? Um, <laughs> Uptown Milford, Wisconsin. Uh, we're at Crawfish Junction, which is our local watering hole bar with really great food, better bar food than you've probably ever had. Yep, so if you're between Madison, Milwaukee. Yes, check out Crawfish Junction. And the cheese curds are pretty good here yeah. too. They also don't sponsor me, but they really should. <laughs> <laughs> yep, sure enough. So, the last couple of episodes in our Over Beer series, in case people haven't caught up. Right. So, we talked about where we came from, what was our story in agriculture, and then we talked about what is the state of advocacy. Right. So, like, where have things been, where, you know, where we come from, and where we're going. Right. And then we caught up a little bit in our last episode about the beef and dairy checkoff. Yeah. A little bit of controversy there and what's going on. A little controversy. A little bit. <laughs> so go back and listen to those episodes if you haven't already. Okay. But today, we're talking a little bit about a hot topic that Carrie has a little bit of experience in. Just a little. <laughs> and I'm asking the question, should we talk to activists? Yeah. No. No? Yeah. I don't know, right? Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. So if I no, 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 no. get in a fight with an activist, do I just look like an asshole? Or am <laughs> I actually making a difference trying to fight with somebody that's never going to see my side of things? Yeah, and that's a, a really good point. There, so when we're talking an activist, what is an activist? Like, There's different levels of activism. So there's a lot of times, you know, people that... And I think this is going to mostly speak to online conversations because... I, even though I've literally had thousands of activists um, come at me online, um, in person, I think I've had one. So um, most of this conversation I think will be online. But then again, I'd call ourselves activists because we actively go out of our way to promote what we're doing. Well, there's a difference between being an activist and an advocate for the industry telling your stories that make you an activist. I don't know, does it? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe people are only activists if they disagree with us. That's right. Is that like a thing? You know, I think it's a fine line that uh, you need to, again, lately. take a step back and right. say, what are my motivations? Which we'll be talking more about in the coming episode. Right. So there's different types of activists. There are the people who will literally, you know, they're so entrenched in their beliefs, they're, it doesn't matter what you say. You're not going to convince them. And, and personally, I deal mostly with vegan activists, like capital V vegan activists. Um, and then, then at some points I get, you know, folks who hate 
um, GMOs or things like that, because we do grow GMOs on our farm. So I deal a little bit with that, but most of the activists I deal with are vegans. So I guess in, in discussing this, that's mostly what I'm going to be looking at. So there are, are activists that, you know, organize attacks online against my page. Um, you know, and it's happened, oh gosh, I don't know, three, four times where I've had major attacks where we're talking hundreds of people and like we're talking about you and I on your page trying to delete comments as fast as they can because they're attacking right right like it's a coordinated attack and it's nasty and bad and they say vile 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 things that you would never say to anybody in public um and then there's uh, the other types of activists where maybe they come along and they speak up um, and repeat what they've heard, but maybe they're maybe more moderate than what a, a couple sentences online will show. Yeah, so a lot of, you know, something, it's some things that I've heard mm -hmm. for some people. You know, it's, it's just repeating. Yeah, I'm just repeating what I've heard because, oh, of course I want to protect the animals, right? Right. I mean, I love animals. I, I'm saying this. I love animals. So wouldn't I want to make sure that they're never harmed? Yes. But are they harmed when they're slaughtered? I mean, I guess that's kind of the ultimate end. So, Interpre you know, that's like, the interpretation like, of some I get it. Right? I get it that you know, why vegans think that, you know, a dairy farmer is one of the worst people in, on the world based from their viewpoint and, and where they stand. I get where they come from and, and I'll say I even respect it. I respect that they're that passionate. And I respect that our opinions on the use of animals is very different. So, like, on, in looking at the different types of activists, um, Andy Vance a couple of years ago brought something up to me and other people have said it as well but there's like a 20% on one end in our community mm -hmm. that we're going to support beef and dairy production farming what, right. no, no matter, matter what, what right and there's 20% on the other end it's like you're not going to convince them yeah. of anything right. right they're set out they're right. the ones behind the ASPCA and the HSUS commercials see I think it's more like 2% 2% not 20 and 20 I'm just going to say that's the example given. Okay. Bear with me here, right? Right, right, right? And then there's a middle 80% or whatever have you that can be swayed one way or the other, right? And so there are people that I've heard something or not, you know, and this is, oh, of course I want to protect the animals. It comes back right. to that, right? right? And then this is a, the reason why we need to get out there and advocate, as we talked about in a previous episode of like, well, maybe we need to provide a pre, you know, another perspective. Right. And those are the people that can be, you know, open to understanding what or at these least have a conversation with. Right. Yeah. And so it's important when we're talking about do I fight with an activist, what group are we talking about here? Right. And and it's hard to figure out. Like I know that I'll step back. So I when I've had like activist groups target my page and where there's hundreds of comments, you know, Ryan is an admin on my page, so he and I will sit and delete comments, and that's how I deal with it, because I've built my platform for me to speak to my customers, not to activists, to use my platform to get their message out. Um, and I didn't used to delete every comment, but after you've had a couple attacks like I have, that's just the only way I can deal with, deal with that and, and have a productive page. So I know 
along the lines, I've deleted and banned people who probably are more towards the middle, um, which sucks. I don't want to, but I can't investigate like every comment and have the conversation on every comment when there's a thousand com- comments coming in. It just, you, you can't do that. I mean, I, I do have a life outside of my Facebook page. Um, Apparently some don't. Some don't, but you know, them leaving a, a comment that left or took five minutes is different than me having to respond to a um, hundred comments that took five minutes or a thousand comments that took five minutes uh, to, to respond back and then continue those conversations. And it's draining and there's just not enough beer in the world to make me do it. No. An <laughs> example of that that I've encountered is so like on my, uh, Twitter, the mm-hmm. Ag Proud hashtag became pretty popular. Yeah. And then here we are. Uh, in 2016, really, some, some activists took hold of those hash, many hashtags across right. Twitter. Farm365, AgProud. Yeah. yeah, but then you can't hardly search anything on the AgProud hashtag anymore because they're just tweeting hate and cruelty right. images. And, yeah, memes. Memes and everything, like how cruel animal agriculture is. And those are activists that you're not going to persuade. And I see people all the time tweeting back to those people and trying to and respond arguing. and arguing right. with them. When it's pork parry and you're... Never non, get non pork non pork Perry. It was a spinoff of non dairy carry. Yeah, Wait. you know you made it when you've got your own activist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> activist ego. Or are you the one behind that? Yes, oh. yes. Better not start any rumors. Secret is out. <laughs> but when you've got you, you, I see people interacting and trying to respond to those people and fight with those people. Those aren't the kind of people that we're going to be able to get through. And I'm going to upset people by saying this, but I truly believe that advocacy, being an advocate for agriculture, is not fighting with vegans or fighting with anti-GMO activists. If that is all you're doing, you're not at being an advocate for agriculture. You're just arguing. You're an activist. You're, you're just the same as they are. If you're taking the time to share your story without being prompted to by having somebody, you know, say something counter to your beliefs, then you are. Then you're doing it. But you have to do that middle part. And I'm not saying you shouldn't counter what activists put out there. But if that's all you're doing, then we're not hitting the right notes. Yeah, and and it's important to remember, so I I see a lot of these conversations going on, and maybe they're not the extreme... I'm just putting out memes to put out the cruelty mm-hmm. message in hopes that somebody sees it and looks like a crazy person. Right. Uh, but maybe there's someone that's a little more confident and they're going to say something when they're hiding behind the screen that they're not going to say face to face with yeah. somebody, right? Yeah, for sure. So you see that quite a bit. And those are the people that may not be quite as extreme, but you're not always going to get through. Yeah. And you mentioned crazy people. One thing I think that's really important for people who want to be involved in in ag advocacy is to know that if you know if you have people that look really crazy out there that are commenting and are just off the wall and angry and mean, we're not the only people. Like like farmers and ranchers aren't the only people that can see crazy. Like the people in the middle can see crazy people too. Yep. Like that's pretty important to remember. So. When you get activists that are just bent on their their thing and they're rabid and fanatical, they look rabid and fanatical and bent to our customers too. So if you join into that fray, you're probably going to not look so great 
to the people who are in the middle. I'd much rather just, you know, if you have to comment, comment for the other people following along. But let people do their thing, because sometimes they shoot themselves in the foot yep. more than we ever could. Yeah. And so another example, so not just Facebook comments or something like that. So I've had someone mm-hmm. comment on my blog. Right. And I've done it before. I've like immediately wanted to just respond back to them. Oh, what yeah. in the world do you think you're doing? Right. And something that's become, and I, I have responded to those. I've written an entire blog post in response. Right. But what's really beneficial is to, to wait 24 hours. Oh, yeah. Sleep on it. <laughs> I laugh because um, I don't do that. <laughs> ever (laughs) like if something's got me like and i'm gonna respond i do that but and it sounds bad to be like do as i say and not as i do because there are times where i will give it back and i think that's okay like i mean we're human right you gotta let it go sometimes you gotta let it go sometimes we can't just bottle it all up that's bad for marriage yep (laughs) like (laughs) or life in general but really Trust me, my husband will tell you that I'm not a happy person if I just bottle it all up. So, so yeah, you know what? I'm human, and sometimes I will tell the person to F off. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if they hit the wrong nerve on the wrong day, I'm going to give it back to them. Yep. I really am. But in general, I try to take the high road. I try to just delete and block if needed or respond. And, and that sometimes has really taught me that um, my bias and my preconceived ideas about what's going on aren't always right because there's been people who have asked me questions that I assumed were activists and when I responded in a way that um, was factual and just informational and told my story I realized that that person wasn't an activist they were just asking a question so it's and, important and have really good conversations. So it's important to be aware of the uh, take a step back and again and be aware of the conversation. Right. What's the context? Maybe click on the person's profile. Oh, so, yeah, heck yeah, cyberstalk them. Okay. <laughs> take take a moment to reflect and say, "All right, where is this coming from? Where is this question coming from?" Sure. Now, if you're like Derry Carey and you've got a whole attack on vegan activists, I think you have an idea. Uh, like, but yeah. for most people out there that might get one or two comments here or there. I know our friend Mom at the Meat Counter has come before. Oh, right. Janelle Yancey out of Arkansas. She's a she's in the in meat science there in Arkansas, right. University of Arkansas. She's had people come to her with attacking. Right. But, but really totally turned the conversation around by talking to them. Yeah. yeah. And answering questions. So a lot of times, like, because I don't want to invest a lot of my time in negativity, but if there's an like I think, okay, maybe this person isn't like what I think they are, I might do a short response and see what they respond with back. And then if we get a conversation going, then hey, that's great. Because it, the conversation about agriculture, you know, yeah, I've got lots of followers and I can get a blog post seen by a lot of people but the one-on-one conversations is still where change happens and that doesn't have to be one-on-one in person it can be one-on-one in a comment section too and sometimes it's okay to take things to a private message for sure Although I still usually do it publicly. <laughs> so one of, do what you're comfortable with. Oh, yeah. Like. So one of the things that has benefited me a lot, um, and I've, I've recommended to a lot of people, 
is that sometimes you just got to comment back, right? <laughs> right. Sometimes you just got to comment back, but do it keeping in mind everyone else watching. So when I was writing for CNN, mm -hmm. believe me, I mm -hmm. faced a lot of people yeah. who would be considered activists. They were there to leave their comment. They, it's like there's a YouTube video comment or a clip. Let's see if I can find it. It's like a lady walking around. And she's got... I got something to say. I got something to say. Right. And that's, you know, they're just going to say it because right. they can Right. And then can. they're going to take off and they're never going to read your response and they're yeah. never going to read anyone else's response. Yeah. But a lot of the time I would respond to those because there was, you know, for every hundred comments that is on that CNN article, right. who are the thousands of people reading it? Right. 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 And so commenting for the benefit of others watching. So right. if someone comes on and attacks a comment on a blog post or an occasional Facebook page or tweet, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's important to respond, but don't respond to that person, to that individual. Respond Res to the issue at large, yeah. or the greater so, issue. And then if they respond, leave it. You don't have to comment again. Right, right. right? Just leave you it. You can Use. say one thing and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let it go. There's a song about that. No, don't get that stuck in my head. <laughs> Thank goodness Silas is not a girl. <laughs> Silas is my son, for those of you following at home. And I've been dubbed Uncle Ryan, so... Yeah, he babysat this week. I'm the, I'm the good uncle that comes over and teaches him phrases to say. Yeah, it's not going well. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the topic at hand. Right. Um, so what do we what do we need to, to tell people? It's like every day, from our, from our experience... When they encounter activists, mm -hmm. they really want to chime into a conversation. Um, what what do we need? What precautions or steps do we need to take? Here's my before rule: we get involved. spend double the time you spend arguing with activists, sharing your story. So if you're going to argue with activists, great, but spend double that amount of time not arguing and just sharing. And then always, always, always. Look at what you do and what you say from the perspective of someone else, like not involved in agriculture. And in general, respect that we are all different. My bottom line is I could sit in a room with a vegan locked together for eight hours and we could argue about who is right. And at the end of the day, I'm still going to want a bacon cheeseburger. And they are not. It doesn't make you the littler person to in an argument. That too. Right. That too. And and it doesn't make you a little other person to respect somebody that has different values. Yep. It's okay. All kinds of kinds. That's right. Is that a better song to have stuck in your head? Yes. That's a Miranda Lambert song. I can deal with that. All uh, kinds of kinds. Yeah. Yes. I think a different... Uh, I think a different approach that I sometimes take is I do twice as much listening as I do talking. And that goes for a fair amount of advocacy. Sure. Um, but two as far ears, as one mouth, two right? ears, one mouth, right? Yeah, so use them in that. I don't listen to that very well. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> but uh, no. So if you aren't sure if someone's an activist, right. they might just have questions. Right. Take that time to listen. Ask questions of the other person. Where are they coming from? What's their What's the root? What's the heart of their of their question and concern? Everyone wants to be understood, right? Right. Um, and sometimes it's okay to disagree and sometimes it's okay to leave the conversation where you're at. Yeah, for sure. So. And it's okay to delete. People feel weird about that, but it's okay. Yeah. If that's your space and, and it's preventing a conversation or discussion from happening, you can take care of it. Click. Trash can. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Speaking of.
Yeah. Beer is empty. We better fill it up. <laughs> uh oh. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this. And if you've got any questions or comments about the topic or experience or questions about dealing with activists, um, let us know in the comments. Uh, send us a tweet or Facebook message or something like that. And stay tuned because coming up, I'll be asking Derry Carey about a few of the hot topics that she's touched on in the dairy world over the years. And I'll be talking to Ryan about some of the beef hot, hot, hot topics. Hot topics. Hot topics. <laughs> <laughs> or hot topics. Take your pick. Yep. So I hope you stay tuned. Uh, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the Agriculture Proud podcast to get more of the Over a Beer series. Hey, Ryan. I broke the seal. Uh, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you later.